0: i we not here because I'm a good f-ing captain, because I'm not. I've up a lot of things in my life. I mean, I lost my woman, and I don't see my kid enough. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel I've gained a family. You boys. You skated, you fought, and you f***ing bled. And you have earned every piece of this. You got that shit. That makes you keep going long after you got no reason to. That thug- He's got it, Dom. He's got the stuff. No matter what
1: happens out there, they will know. Ah! talk about some hockey movies primarily we'll be discussing a second round matchup between Goon and the Mighty Ducks which could not be tonally more different hockey films Uh, I think that'll be fun but we'll touch on a little bit uh, of the other hockey movies uh, just because I I thought this would also be a great time for us to talk because of course I am learning hockey this year you have been my sensei along with I almost said Nathan Rudolph, and that just didn't feel right. <laughs> uh, it is his name. It, I know. It just doesn't feel quite right. But um, And also, I've been watching some of these movies, and that's been a part of that hockey education, including Goon. So The Mighty Ducks is one of my favorite movies, whether you're talking sports or not, of all time. It's just one of those ones I watched a million times when I was a kid. I know all the lines. Uh, I, I just watched it today, actually, as the of the recording, and I was just shocked by almost beat for beat how much I still remembered that film. And Goon, I watched for the first time a week and a half ago.
0: So, we'll we'll see. This will be. I think it's yeah. interesting that one of your favorite movies is is a hockey movie, and my favorite sports movie is a baseball movie. So I think that's really funny. And, you know, it's
1: uh, since you mentioned that, I'll give you like my hottest take as a kid and maybe even still to this day. I like the Mighty Ducks more than I do Sandlot. I said it. I said it. I don't know how many people are listening to this one that are going to be upset by that. But I was way more into this group of kids as a team than I ever was the Sandlot for some reason. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I uh, I did like the Sandlot, so. It's oh, a, yeah, it's not tough for me to agree with you on that one. Oh,
1: all right. Like yeah,
0: it. But... I, I got some flack today because of my uh, my movie takes. I don't like I don't like Happy Gilmore. I don't like Sandlot. Um, uh, Just not my kind of movies, really.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's one of the things that's been really interesting about this. Is like some of these is just like it's not your thing. And or it really is your thing. And it's yeah. interesting to to find that out. I was um, surprised by. How much I enjoyed Goon. Actually, it stars Sean William Scott, who's yeah. never been like
0: an actor I've sought out. Um, you know, it's- you were Hollywood. Honestly, it was such a <laughs> such a really like this is Steve Stifler, and right. playing like a serious like kind of a serious like kind of a kind of a dopey like bouncer at a bar in a small town who's just happens to be good at fighting. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a melancholy to him, which is not what I was expecting, and I I think he does really well in the role. Quite honestly, I I think he pulls it off. But yeah, he's just kind of this literally hard headed guy whose job is to get in fights with people, and that is the premise of the movie, and it carries surprisingly well on that sole premise.
0: Yeah, uh, I really. The, there's a certain charm and heart to the movie that I did not expect going in. I thought it was just going to be what I had heard about it. You know, kind of the, the very few things I knew about it going into seeing it for the first time. Um, I didn't really have very much in terms of expectations. I thought it was just going to be a kind of a beat-em-up. Like, these guys are going gonna, gonna to glorify fighting and hockey. And it's going to, you know, whatever. And... Instead, they really kind of dug into some of hockey's culture and really uh, uh, talked about kind of the enforcer position and sort of what it's like and uh, the isolation and the loneliness that, that kind of comes along with it and and how you have to have an attitude. You have to be a certain kind of person in order to do it. And it ended up being significantly more insightful and relatable on a human level than i absolutely expected.
1: Yeah, i think one of the things that sells that the best is the Ev Schreiber character who's the the goon at the end of the career. Yep. Right, who who's gone through it and and they get to have a conversation near the end that is basically just the thesis, the ethos of the movie.
0: Yeah. It's really, it it, it really is uh, the the heart of the movie is that conversation. The entire movie builds up towards those two sitting down in a diner at two o'clock in the morning in St. John's. And I, I've got a
1: list of my favorite lines. Well, And I'll go ahead and just jump into it because there's a line from that uh, where, and I, I I'm going to have to truncate most of the lines from goon because we can't say their favorite word on these podcasts.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but he the the heart of it is he says, Don't go trying to be a hockey player. You're an effing goon. And like there was a a real struggle question at the heart of that when you see it the point he's become indispensable to his team at this point but Mm -hmm. a lot of the drama and tension from the movie is about the times when he tries to go outside of fighting and being the enforcer and he tries to pass or shoot or skate or you know do those things
0: do anything hockey related and it blows up in her face and he gets stapled to the bench not unlike real life
1: yeah, and it's just, you know, worth considering the existence of these people. It, I feel like a similarly fantastic movie could be made about the life of, like, a closer uh, that we haven't seen, right? Just, like, you have one very specific job to do, and if you do it right, everyone says, okay, thanks. And if you don't, like, you get in a whole heap of trouble, and everyone's blaming you. We lost the game because you got in the way there. You know, you couldn't get on and off of the ice, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Movie about a closer would actually be awesome. I'd be all for that. Um yeah. but I I really do um I was very surprised how much I liked Goon and how it it pushed Miracle for my favorite hockey movie over time. Wow, yeah. Because um, I didn't expect that. I mean that's it's just you know. It's a very it's a very quotable movie. Uh, I like to during abs games. I like to throw out Goon references a lot on Twitter because uh, you know of course every hockey fan has seen it and loves that movie. So <clears throat> so I'll give
1: you a few of mine since I'm the newbie to it, and you can tell me which ones I missed. But uh, and again, I'll do my best to clean these up as I can. <laughs> I liked early on when his coach told him the bad news is those are your teammates you effed up, but the good news is those are your teammates you effed up because because <laughs> they needed to be put in
0: line. Yeah, I, that. I mean that's how you're going to get the, res- the respect <laughs> because they're not they're not looking at you as a hockey player, they're looking at you as a mercenary, and to to have individually laid them all out like that in the first time that he meets them kind of sets a tone. Yeah. Good stuff.
1: I also like as a subtle bit of coaching. And again, I, I'm not going to be able to make this one any cleaner than I can. So you got to skip ahead and do your thing. But when coach tells him, you got to be shitty to get better. Um, I, I, when he's just worried, he's like, I'm not any good. How are you going to put me on this team? How are you going to, I think it's when they're going to send him up to the next level. He's like, Hey man,
0: yeah. <laughs> Best news is, You've only got up to go from here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as a guy who was learning how to play hockey, I mean, it was a, it was an insecurity that I was glad that they addressed because it was only natural. Like this dude just puts on skates and now all of a sudden, you know, he wanders around on the ice a couple of times, beats up a couple of guys in a low minor league and he gets called up. Like got to at least be able to play a little bit of hockey. Right. Um, Well, and
1: before I get to the rest of them, isn't this to some degree? A couple of people told me it's loosely based on a true story. I don't know if you know anything about that. Uh, Supposedly. I haven't. Yeah, I have not dug into it any further. Yeah, probably not worth it. But still, Uh, yeah. So I liked when his coach told him, you've been touched by the fist of God. That's a pretty great line. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, I know this one is iconic. I still didn't know it was coming and, and I'll just take a couple words out, but two rules don't touch my Percocets. And do you have any Percocets?
0: (laughs) The The goalie uh, is great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much everything. The goalie says there were a couple that there was no way to make clean from the goalie that I just left out. If you see the movie, I'm sure you'll know a few, Um uh, but one of my personal favorites, and I don't know, I'd have to look it up, the uh, play-by-play guy, because I don't know hockey play-by-play guys yeah. the way I do. Rod McCordry? I don't know if that's someone I should actually
0: know. Um, um, I don't know, actually. Okay. It doesn't ring uh, a bell. But-
1: There's a, you know, a poor performance of the, I believe the Canadian national anthem and it wraps up and he says that was borderline
0: treasonous and a
1: disgrace to our great nation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a, it's a great line in that he's very entertaining in that. Yeah. Uh, The, the announcer brings a lot of a little flair to, to the game where, you know, you look at a lot of other sports movies and they play it straight. Uh, he very much brought a Bob Euchre element to it. Right, exactly.
1: Um, so what for you, I guess we sort of touched a little bit on the least believable parts of, of the movie, just kind of the basic premise that this guy would get to play minor league hockey professionally based on the fact that he can win fights good.
0: <laughs> Especially today. Yeah. Um, but... That's not a thing today. Um,
1: Worst line or part of the movie in general? Well, and I'll ask you this. and I'm going to give a little bit of a uh, a nod to what I'm going to say later on. I'll just do it now since we're on worst part. So for me, the Mighty Ducks, the worst part is the romance that they just shoehorn into it between a coach and a mom. Yeah. And I actually don't mind the romance <clears throat> in Goon between Sean William Scott and Allison Pill. I think they've got a nice little chemistry. She's a quirky character, being the sort of hockey groupie. <clears throat> uh, they call, they call the bunnies? them Bunnies. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, she's very charming, and I, I certainly... By their relationship much more than I do the one in the Mighty Ducks. So do you have a first
0: part of Goon? I do like when she says, "You make me want to stop sleeping with a bunch of guys." I loved that line. I actually, uh, I, I, I think I wrote in our Slack room. Uh,
1: maybe just straight to you I was like I never thought the line, I, "I, you make me want to stop sleeping with a bunch of guys," would make me tear up. Because it is like it's like it was. It's so like the big moment in their relationship than in any other
0: movie would have been, you know, you had me at hello or whatever. That's right. like The difference between you had me at hello and you make me want to stop sleeping with a bunch of guys
1: really uh, drives
0: home the difference in the two movies between, between Jerry McGrath oh, and Goon. But it
1: was so sweet. <laughs> it really was. like It was
0: oddly it was great adorable. Movie. Great moment. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, you got a worst part. Um, I, I didn't like the kind of blase nature that they handled the, cause in Goon, you know, you have the star, you have the, the subplot of the star player, right? the young player, the selfish player who doesn't understand the team concept and is all about himself. Um, but I, I really wasn't very comfortable with the way that they handled uh, him dealing with the concussion issues because sure. they they kind of just put it on him. You know, like he had his brain scrambled in a bad, bad way at the beginning of the movie. It's why he got set down. It's a big reason why he was screwed up. And they, they tried to just make it out to be like, well, he's just a jerk and that's just how it goes. And they just sort of washed all over the the fact that he had he'd suffered a brain injury right or like even worse it, it,
1: it even played as like he lacked a certain toughness he's gun shy now cuz he right. took one bad hit and it's sort
0: of like well yeah <laughs> yeah i mean <clears throat> and then you see it later on in the movie he comes back up face to face against the same guy who who delivered that hit and he's a little you know he's a little nervous around that guy and it's obvious and they kind of played it out as a bad thing and you know really kind of enforced one of the things about hockey culture I don't like so much uh which is sort of that that like machismo that like you have to be tough as nails and if you don't play through excruciating pain uh and you don't lay every every single ounce of your your physical being on the line for the team, then you're somehow cheating your teammates. And it's, it yeah. just, I, I didn't like that aspect of it at all. It's
1: interesting because the last category here is most memorable scene. And I do think the most memorable scene, maybe not the best one, given what you've just said is the one where he takes the puck to the face and then a few, it gets hit a few extra times. It's yeah. really gruesome. Gets his ankle stepped it, on. Yeah. And it does seem to be like, this is what hockey is, is kind of yeah. the message we're supposed to be taking from it.
0: Yeah. And like um, all my years yeah. of watching hockey, I've never seen a guy lay on the goal line and take a puck to the face. <coughs>
1: Yeah, and and if you did, you you
0: would probably be horrified. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be like, uh, like like when Matt Calvert did it earlier this year, and you're just like, dude, right? Like that's a really good dude, and he's got kids who are watching this, and yeah, this is you know, it's well, I'm more worried about the guy than care about the puck, right. I do think, and,
1: and we can transition over to the Mighty Ducks this way. And we, I mean, we can keep talking both movies, of course, and, and others. But that where I think the Mighty Ducks, like, is its main ethos, its main themes are really more about family and yeah. teamwork and teamness. And it could just as easily. There are a few things that make it specifically a hockey movie, but it really could be almost any other sport where goon. I feel like really is about the ethos of hockey for better or worse at times. uh, And even with the teammates and them being on the road and all of it, like a lot of the scenes in bars, you know, it's just like very, very hockey. So I think that's why it ended up with the higher seed is because it's maybe more of a hockey movie, but I think the mighty ducks is going to go on a run because it is inspirational and feel good and people like that. I'll have you know, Peter, that the duck is one of the most noble, agile, and intelligent creatures of the animal kingdom. But they're wimpy. They don't even have teeth. Neither do hockey players. <laughs> have you guys ever seen a flock of ducks flying in perfect formation? It's beautiful. Pretty awesome the way they all stick together. Ducks never say die. Ever seen a duck fight? No way. Why? Because the other animals were afraid. They know. But if they mess with one duck, they gotta deal with the whole flock. Oh. Oh, man. I'm proud to be a duck. And I'd be proud to fly with any one of you. So how about it? Who's a duck? I'll be duck.
0: Yeah. Me too.
1: And I also think it's kind of a prototype. I think one of the things that's been difficult for the mighty ducks is like, it's filled with a bunch of sports movie cliches, but a lot of the sports movies that came after this specifically, were trying to recreate it. And that's why it feels so cliche.
0: (laughs) It established a lot of the cliches that we see today.
1: Right. Um, So for the, three people who are listening to this that don't know the mighty ducks came out in 1992 stars Emilio Estevez uh, a young Joshua Jackson and uh, a bunch of other kid actors who were in all the kids sports movies back in the day and it is in my estimation an incredibly sweet legitimately funny movie that holds up to this day. Now I can't speak for the quality of the hockey in it. It's low. <laughs> um can any Ooh, of that be the triple deke <laughs> The triple deak and the flying V Rudo said to me yesterday. He goes, "Yeah, Gordon Bombay has one move and it's offside." <laughs> He's got a yeah. single
0: play. <laughs> yeah, the the flying V is offsides waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And the and the triple deke is like... Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: what are we watch, talking about? Watch Nathan McKinnon sometime, and he deeks like 12 times before shooting. For so, sure, sure. Three of them. Like, yeah, the idea of like the triple deke being... like, Even when I was a kid, I was like... You know, because I saw Mighty Ducks, and I was like, oh, I'm going to learn the triple deke, and then I'm going to go to the NHL. And then it's like, you do it, and you're like, oh... Maybe maybe there's more to it than that.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe it takes a little bit more. Yeah, uh, not yeah. Uh,
0: not quite as impressive as that movie made it out to be. No, and, and of course
1: you know the ragtag group of kids who literally can't skate or play it at all. Uh, you know, winning the championship by the end of the year because the coach had a change of heart and they do get one really good player. I think that helps with that part of the premise. They steal the other team's best
0: player. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when move. they get uh, when they get the cake eater, they get yeah. all the banks on the team. It, That's right. it definitely puts them into a, a different level talent wise. But
1: looks, it's got a mid-season trade <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> even in the peewee movie. Look, you got to make a mid-season like,
0: acquisition. It's still absurd that like kids who couldn't like do basic things all of a sudden are like, "Well, we have Adam right. Banks now, we're good." And right, it's like, huh? Okay. I guess they do
1: get a few other recruits. They go and they get those kids who are figure skaters, and they go and get the big kid who can shoot and do nothing else yeah Fulton Reed baby
0: yeah yeah when he breaks the car window with the puck it was like okay (laughs) cool yeah I'm sure it's not that hard to do yeah it's it's like so you hit the window basically like congrats big kid but I mean it's cool like you know they the figure skating thing um probably bothers me more than the Fulton Reed thing just because First of all, you're wearing two different kinds of skates. So, oh, okay, like, sure.
1: See, trying, to f- know that.
0: trying to figure out the difference between hockey skates and figure skates is going to be pretty legit. Uh, and then, like, you're just not going to be... any Anybody that's tried to, like, the first time playing hockey, really like, oh, the puck is a lot heavier than you would think, and how do these guys shoot it the way that they do and the, right. the physics with the ice and everything. And like, these kids are like, Oh, well we're a figure skaters. So we know how to do all this. And it's right. Like, so. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like Vida, a... I
0: guess if Sean Williams Scott had just been a figure skater, he would have been a much better <laughs> hockey player right yeah. off the bat. And we could have believed it. Um,
1: and and I already said all my <laughs> stuff about like the relationship with the
0: mom. It's like, awful, I just, it's stop doing it in movies in general. Just stop Agreed. forcing these relationships that just don't need to exist. They're like literally, is, you could just cut it out. Stuff. Right. It it you lose nothing
1: by not having the coach who starts the movie as a real dirt bag and it's like really only learned to be a good guy by the end of the movie like creeping like on the, the kid's mom like <laughs> come on
0: yeah it's like okay so your redemption story now involves you like using your position as coach to take advantage of this situation and get you into bed with the cute lady like i no i was not about yeah. it i yeah it, it was no need for any of that Super, super, super unnecessary It's like, this and, is like a Lovable kids movie uh, Inspirational and makes you feel good about stuff And Right In there fact, there was, are, was a like, whole
1: subplot That could have existed Remember Jesse Hall and his dad And he gets mad at one point and comes in and says I gave up my overtime pay so I could watch My kid come here and cheat and take falls Like, let's see That guy's supply let's get rid of this romance nonsense and see this kid this guy who's working hard so he can come watch his kid play hockey gets upset maybe he's got to force the coach to be a better guy and that's much better motivation than hey i want to hook up with a cute lady Can we
0: can we maybe like dig into some of their lives a little bit outside of like charlie's a nice kid who has a hot mom and yeah you know Jesse yeah. Jesse calls everybody a cake eater. And it's like it's all so service level stuff. Yeah. you know all right let's yeah, the only character development hey, I, in the movie is for Gordon Bombay. Like everybody that, else serves as a vehicle for making him a better man.
1: that's right. And for the themes, which is where I think the movie absolutely excels. And I think the, since, so, so we got all of the negative stuff out of the way, I hope, because I want to go through my favorite lines in the movie and explain why I think they are what make the movie what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of going through chronologically. I loved, I've always loved this line, but as a new hockey fan, I loved it even more. At the beginning when they're really terrible and they're all kind of out shooting, uh, the goalie, Goldberg, yells out, hey, watch it, you almost hit me that time. And they yell back, Goldberg, you're the goalie. It's supposed to hit you. And he says, doesn't that sound stupid to anybody else? (laughs) (laughs) There is something fundamentally counterintuitive. I think about a lot of hockey, like get in the way of the puck. You can smash that guy, but only if you do it this way. You can't trip him, but you can like obliterate his midsection all
0: day. Um, If he says it's okay, you guys can take your gloves off and punch each other. Right, <laughs> so so literally
1: the the culmination of that being doesn't this sound stupid to anybody else? I just enjoyed that. Uh,
0: Goldberg, there are a lot Goldberg of, is good for a yep. lot of like like relatable moments where he's just like, I don't even know why I'm out here doing this. <laughs> right, <laughs> this is, and like if you've ever true. had a bad time playing sports, like you one thousand percent are like, I know what he's talking about. I get this. And if you've ever been on a terrible team or rooted for a
1: terrible team, which is everyone listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, you'll identify with a lot of these. Well, I've, I've used this line a lot in my life. I love this at the beginning The the girl on the team, Connie, I believe is her name. Uh, she's explaining to Gordon Bombay, uh, the record of the team. And she's, she said, they've never lost a game, but it's okay because one time, or they've never won a game, but it's okay because one time they only lost by five and they almost scored a goal too. Optimism (laughs) Uh, I love that When uh, they're laughing after a terrible loss Averman, who gets all the best one-liners And Coach Bombay is pissed and yells at him You think losing is funny? And he says, well, not at first But once you get the hang of it (laughs) (laughs) He's, He's great in all of the movies Agreed, 100% Oh, and shout-outs to D2. Sometime we got a poor one. I like D2 a lot, and it's got a lot of good one-liners, too.
0: Yeah, um, I just like that uh, Luis and D2 is um, the jet from Sandlot. Yeah,
1: right, right. <laughs> Such an, They're all pulling from that sandlot. There's been like 20 kids just hanging out, <laughs> ready to be in sports
0: movies in the 90s. Yeah, they were like, wow, we're trying to... We're trying to mix it up a little bit here. We're just going to keep using the same kid. Just different oh, sports. No. Different sports, man. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see him in a football movie at some point.
1: Uh, I know, right? I know. Must not have just been the right timing. Here's one I feel like we got to bring back that we can do on Twitter that can be used uh, anytime somebody whiffs. Uh, maybe it's better for baseball than for hockey, but... Charlie Conway gets on a breakaway early on, takes a big hack and just absolutely misses the puck. And Gordon Bombay says, keep swinging, Charlie. Maybe you'll give him a cold. That's, that's just mean. Oh, it's mean to a little kid, but we can say it to pro athletes. It's when he's still being a jerk at the
0: beginning. but you know. Yeah, and I I really didn't like that arc. Oh, come like on. Gordon, like, he's just oh, come on. he's just such a jerk. He is. He's a bad person. Such a jerk. And I'm like, no, I don't want to now, by the end of this movie, be rooting for this man. He just sucks. You don't buy that. So for me, I buy that the, the
1: arc of the movie, the theme of the movie, right, is throughout these and throughout these quotes, too, that he reconnects with the version of himself he lost when he lost both hockey, his father and his childhood. Really? That like. Those things kind yeah, of all went sounds... away. He grew up. Yeah, and and I guess I think for me that's why I, I still get kind of romantic about it because I think a lot of people do that. They think growing up and being an adult is about being serious about things and going to court, and he has a line at the beginning that I didn't even write down here but where he beats a guy in court super on a technicality and the guy says, I just wish I could lose fair, and Gordon says to him, hey, losing fairly is still losing. Like, he's become that guy. He doesn't care about anything anymore. And so I do, whether or not I guess it's executed believably, I do like that he's reconnecting with his childhood through a game he stopped loving because he started taking life too damn seriously.
0: Yeah, and like they, you know, his, he hits that post and they lose and everything kind of goes sideways for him as a kid. Right. And right. I think it just, I would have, I would have been okay spending more time with that other than like these horrific flashbacks where you're just like, Oh my God, like this poor kid. Right. Can't, can't somebody pull him aside away from this psychotic head coach and be like, <laughs> "Right, dude, like you aren't like nine years old. Right. Like it's, it's fine. Like you guys got second place instead of first place for the one time ever. And like, everybody's going to blame you and you're going to blame you. And this is going to, this is what's going to screw you up for life. And I do think
1: though, while that's like less believable in a practical movie, it's a great lesson for kids to learn. Right. To be like, it's like coming in second place while it hurts and it sucks. It's not something to ruin your life over. And they, they hammer that home over and over again with the coach and the, it's not worth winning if you can't win big. And um, the whole thing, when he calls the kids a bunch of losers and Gordon Bombay kind of agrees like, you know what? Yeah, they, they are a bunch of losers, but does that mean that they, they don't have a right to live? Like they're not good at hockey. These yeah. kids are also good.
0: That's you know, like, cry. it's okay.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Like, and I love that about it. But then I suppose it is undercut a little bit by the fact that then they go out and win. The, <laughs> the hockey
0: game. Right. And then they're like, okay, well, now what really matters is winning now that we're not losers anymore. And it's right. like, well, or, or the way to become not a loser is that you have to be good at that thing instead of just being like, hey, maybe this isn't for me or whatever.
1: I think more charitably, the message would be if you come together, you can overcome the fact that you're not as good at the thing and you'll win anyway because you deserve it. Now, we know that doesn't actually happen in sports, but I think it's okay if it happens in kids' movies.
0: Um, It's fine. It's fine for it to happen in kids'
1: movies. Right. I do. I love the speech. We're going over and Adam can get mad at me if he wants to. Um, (laughs) I love the speech, the, the little conversation. Actually, it's kind of like the one in goon between Sean William Scott Lee Schreiber between Charlie Conway and Gordon Bombay, the quarter of an inch speech Yeah, where he finally tells him about hitting the post on the breakaway shot and Charlie it's, it's glass half full glass half empty. Again, it's, you know, a pretty simple messages for all audiences, but a quarter of an inch the other way and you'd have missed it completely. And he, and, and it's kind of the ethos you were just talking about. You, it, you, Gordon realizes in that moment. I've never thought of it that way. I've only ever considered my life this one way because that's been my driving influence.
0: Yeah, and I think about I think about that that point that Charlie makes about you know quarter inch and you miss completely. I think about it all the time when guys hit posts in games, and like I flash back to that scene. Yeah, um, and I think that's it, a testament to hey, they nailed that. They nailed yeah. that moment and and that that kind of perspective, and I think it's interesting because I there's I apply also it every hockey game I watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th-
1: there's also a line at the end of that conversation because Gordon tells him he's going to quit because he's let everybody down. Um, and Charlie tells him you can't because you made us the ducks. We weren't even the ducks before you came along. He says, you're made with us and now you're stuck with us, which is okay. It's fine line or whatever. But I like that later when he comes back and he gets the, the kids back on his side, he, he twists that just slightly. He says, I made you and I'm sticking with you instead of being stuck with you,
0: sticking with you. I think that's a nice, subtle bit of clever writing. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not a poorly written movie. I just. We might have put d two on here, and I think it would have been a stronger entry.
1: I like I probably agree with you, and I considered putting both. I'm not even gonna lie, but um yeah. I, I think this, it's just more of the classic. I did lean toward a lot of the classics too. um
0: well, we didn't uh, we didn't really address uh, sequels <laughs> at all in the in the bracket at all. Like there's Rocky is in there, but none of the other Rockies are. There's Creed, right. but no Creed two. Right, um, you know, there's. I lots sort of, of
1: feel like you should just lump them in. If you like the sequels to Rocky, Mighty Ducks, and Creed, just vote for those movies even more. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh...
0: It just, you know, it was just one of those things we didn't really, we didn't ever even really discuss. We we just sort of did it, and then we were, all yeah, like, oh,
1: okay, cool. I I I tried to get as much feedback as I could, but I you know, other you guys are, are like in season and stuff. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some of that where it was like, okay. Yeah. We've got um, we've got goatees going on at the same time as all the rest of this. Yeah. Um but there
1: there were a couple of there there's one other line from the movie that I wanted to mention because I do think that it is uh, again, I, I guess sort of the thesis uh, of the movie, um, and, and it's something Gordon says. It's when he's doing the speech to his boss, he's done quack quack quack, Mister Ducksworth, yeah, <laughs> which is which is fun as well. Uh, but he says a team isn't a bunch of kids out to win. A team is something you belong to, something you feel, something you have to earn. And then he points out that he's got a jersey hanging up in his office. He says, "You may have paid for this jersey, but you didn't earn it." Um, and, and yeah, I, 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 think that's a pretty solid message for a Fair flick. Point. Yeah. About a team. Oh, uh, one, I totally I just skimmed over, but in the last game, Fulton Reed, when there's a big fight and he says, I'm on coach and he goes and dumps some kid and he's getting hauled off goes, I'm off coach. That's that felt very hockey to me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> just I'm on coach. I'm off coach. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, Did my thing. That's... Thanks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we got to wrap it up. So, would you have a pick between these two?
0: Uh, I did. I voted for him.
1: Fair enough. I think I think that, that that makes sense. And of course, I
0: voted for the Mighty Ducks. If that wasn't clear, <laughs> I did not. Uh, I did not vote for almost any of the kids' movies uh, in the in the bracket. Yeah, and you know, I'm
1: not, I'm not huge on all of them either. I'm gonna see what happens with Sandlot next, but I do like Sandlot and the Mighty Ducks quite a bit. The rest of them, meh, could do without. Is there anything else that we missed here? Eh, no, I think we covered all those stuff. All oh, the best actor, I mean, it's Emilio. The rest of them are children. <laughs> the best
0: actor in the other one was Sean William Scott. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the uh I I mean, uh, guy, got to give some credit to Charlie Conway, he can act. Actually,
1: yeah, Joshua what was his name again? Josh, uh, Joshua Jackson.
0: A, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's good. Yeah, man, he ended up in uh Dawson's Creek.
1: Yeah. So no kids movies, but Dawson's Creek, you know, huh? We got to <laughs> Or do you me. just know of <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge I would do no such thing and I still have to watch Slapshot by the way that's on the list because I think it's getting to the next round.
0: Uh, it's a it's the first five minutes of it are legendary it's the rest of the movie but you may like it okay well,
1: <laughs> that'll be fun and then we'll do more when we get to down to the final four we can talk about the gravest omissions uh, things that have yeah. been upset so far all of that good stuff
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. You and I, uh, I've also been prepping for our movie speeches pod this week.
1: That's going to be really fun, I think. And I've even added to it. So I don't know how much time we're going to set aside for that. If we're going to try to get all those quotes in. uh, I don't know. It could be a long one. But we're going to talk about all the best speeches in sports movies. And there are a lot of really, really
0: good ones. Definitely. I was actually, uh, I was going through YouTube last night trying to find like an appropriate playlist. And uh, there isn't one so i was yeah. gonna i was gonna spend today making
1: one awesome well i'll make sure to send you what i got so far and everyone can listen for that either on friday or over the weekend we'll put i don't we're recording it on friday we'll see when we post it yeah yeah one of these days cool all right well that'll do it for this one make sure you're doing all the following on social media, subscribing to all the podcast feeds, subscribing to DNVR. For AJ Hayfley. I've been Drew Kreisman. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.